Hi, I'm Casey Mraz, and you're listening to the Lawyer Mastermind Podcast, where we help attorneys grow their law firms by interviewing experts who can fast track their success. I'm Casey Mraz with the Legal Marketing Mastermind Podcast, where we dive into the weeds with practicing attorneys and subject matter experts to find what's driving business for successful law firms. And uh, today I'm thankful to be joined by Adam Rossin from the Rossin Law Firm. Adam, thank you for joining me today. Oh, thanks for having me, Casey. I'm, I'm so excited to be here. You know, with everything that, that's going on, um, I just, it, it's fun to talk to somebody and, and try something new. So I'm, I'm, I'm Absolutely. Happy. Well, I'm glad that you could make it. And Adam, as I understand it, you run a criminal defense and DUI firm in South Florida. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So we've had the firm for 12 years. I was a prosecutor in Fort Lauderdale for two. And then just in 2008, right before the last uh, great economic collapse, I said, had this great idea of starting my own law firm. So we survived that <laughs> and we've been uh, not just surviving, but thriving and doing pretty well. And yeah, we've been down here. Well, that's incredible. And that's awesome that uh, you're thriving in this. And so, you know, I think the burning question that most people would start off with is, you know, has the number of leads dropped from, from, uh, for your law firm? And what about like the case intake? Have you been signing right. cases? So yes, of, of course, you know, our industry, you know, I don't know what the numbers are, 70, 80, 90% down. I mean, they're, they're down significantly. You know, if my clients aren't being social, if they're not going to the bars, the clubs, if they're not doing dumb things with alcohol and drugs out in public, and mm -hmm. if you combine that with the police not doing proactive policing anymore, right, having DUI checkpoints, you know, actively sure. looking for things, um, then yeah, the, the industry is down tremendously. But we're just being as creative as we can and, and kind of pivoting a little bit with some of the marketing that we do. And I think when we come out of this, especially third quarter and fourth quarter, when we look at the number of arrests compared to third quarter and fourth quarter of 2019, I, I think it's going to be really high. Yeah. Uh, the question is, is are they going to have money to hire me, <laughs> you know, or, or <laughs> right. hire a criminal defense lawyer as opposed to court appointed or public defender? Yeah, no. And that's a good point um, as far as, you know, the money side goes. But also I was just thinking about do you think people are going to be crazier when they uh, get back out? I mean, oh, absolutely, absolutely. P people already have cabin fever. We we do a lot of marketing with therapists already, okay. and just from the the talk, you know, talking to the therapists that I know, I mean, they're seeing and hearing some some crazy stuff. Um, you know, mental health, substance abuse, right? And when you confine people to their homes, um, it, it's just it's not a good situation. So, uh, yeah, we're we're going to see a tremendous increase. Sure. So are you working and do you get referrals from uh, therapists that have gone remote and are doing sessions like this over Zoom or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of the marketing that, that we do, or, or at least a, a portion of it is geared toward therapists. I've done a lot of, um, you know, continuing education credits for them, lectures, speaking engagements. We, we market to them. We're in their groups. So whether it's them going remote and doing telehealth or whether them seeing people in person, we do get a good amount of, of therapists who you know, their, their client has an issue and they say, Hey, well, you know, we, we have the right firm to help you out. So, yeah. Got it. Okay. And as you mentioned, you know, things are, you know, maybe down right now, but looking good moving forward in your area, have the courts adapted or are they open or are they on some sort of hard shut or. 
Right. So in South Florida, um, we're used to this a little bit with hurricanes, but of course, our, our chief judges, they'll wait. We'll have a hurricane that's about to hit us Saturday morning and Friday afternoon. They'll say, all right, we're going to close for a few days. You know, they, they wait to the last possible minute. Although for this, they, they've been a lot better. So we are closed through the entire month of May. Okay. Uh, they, they, went, they made small incremental um, closures. At first, I think it was two weeks uh, through the month of March. Then they did it through most of April. And then a few weeks ago, they just said, you know what, we're shutting this down through the entire month of May. But we are holding essential court hearings, Zoom, uh, you know, over, over Zoom and over video, you know, video conferencing and over the phone. Okay, got it. Well, that's good to hear. And then so before all of this happened, so we're talking four weeks ago, eight weeks ago, whatever, when you were marketing, what channels were bringing in the most leads for your firm? How are you getting business? Yeah, we were rocking and rolling, actually. The beginning of the year is usually a very good time for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we do a, a good combination of, of in-person, you know, kind of old-fashioned old networking and marketing, and then we do a lot online. We have a pretty good online presence. We have um, over, I think, 350 five-star reviews now. They're, wow. they're spread out. They're, they're not all concentrated in one area, but we have a lot with Avvo. We have a lot with Google. So um, we have two offices, so, and the offices are in different cities, so we get a good amount through Google My Business from, from each office and just you know, SEO. Um, we have a lot of targeted blog posts for very specific targeted areas, and we'll, we'll get people who find us online or read the blog post too. Okay. Um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah we, we, do a, we also do a lot of um, other stuff. We do a, a mailed monthly newsletter to our herd. We do some email marketing, social media. So we, we try to encompass everything. Sure. Okay. So it sounds like you're really uh, focused on, on SEO then as a big portion of that. Are you involved in the paid side of it all with any paid ads or just? Right. So that's a great question. We've, I've been able to grow the firm without ever doing that. I'm not opposed awesome. to it. It's just, we haven't needed it. Um, so I don't know. You know I, I've, I've thought about it now because while people are backing away from it and, and canceling their spend, I think it could be a good time, maybe especially for some uh, the domestic cases. And I think there's going to be a spike in child abuse cases and really just kind of any at-home crimes. So we were thinking if we can narrowly um, tailor it, have a lot of good negative keywords, maybe we can pick up some traction um, at a good price point. But in 12 years, I've never needed to do it. So that, that's been pretty good. That's awesome. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. And you know, with, you know, ad Google ads, for example, they're based on a demand platform. And so recently those had really gone down in cost per clicks, but people are having more confidence. It seems, so it seems like they're coming back up now. Um, okay. so that would be interesting. And then since this is hit, have you pivoted or changed anything in your marketing and what does that look like now? Right. So we, we've done a lot and like I said, first two weeks that, well, really the whole year we've, we've been slammed busy and, and the first two weeks of, of March, it was going really well. And we were still kind of, you know, is this coming? Is this not what's going to happen? And then kind of all of a sudden like that, it's just here and courts closed. So maybe I had a, a half a day of kind of wallowing and being upset. And then I just brought everybody together and I said, all right, all hands on deck. Uh, we have three paralegals, two okay. of them. I said, you're now marketing assistants under our marketing nice. manager and you're having a new job and it is what it is, right? We're all going to pitch in and, and figure some things out. So um, I put the two girls on a very big project that we've had. We, we wanted to write out all of our different practice areas, all um, have a different page for every single legal defense, um, probably a, a good six month project. And uh-huh. I just said, yeah, 
you know what, we're going to do it now. Um, what else do we have to do, right? Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. So we did that. We, we started that. We're still doing it, of course. We, um, the first week, we, we did a bunch of um, gas calls, which I guess some pe- that's what some people call them, like aka give a shit calls, where we just called every single client that we have and said, how are you? What can mm-hmm. we do for you? Do you need anything? And, you know, we gave a little update on the case and the court closures and stuff. And then we did the same with our former client. And so okay. has that directly translated into any case? Well, it translated into one lead, but we got tremendous feedback from our clients, our loyal clients. They loved it that we we're just yeah. calling to check in and see how they're doing. So that helped a lot. Just as, you know, again, good, great customer service. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have a criminal defense firm has 350 reviews online, which I think is pretty rare. Um, so we, we did that. We've, um, oh, what else have we done? I wrote a list for it because I figured you'd ask. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Um, we've, we've done a really cool video series. So my partner, Manny, had a fantastic idea. And he's like, Adam, um, me, him, and, and our marketing manager, Megan, we, we had a meeting. And he's like, you're hearing on CNN, on Fox News, all this different stuff, and mostly it's negative. So he said, I want to do something positive, and I want to ask the people on the front line. So what we did is we've been having um, – you know, once or twice a week, we're putting out video interviews that we're doing, kind of like a podcast or like what we're doing now, really. Okay. And of course, we had, we had big plans for later this year to have the fancy podcast. Sure. And we just said, hey, 15 bucks a month with Zoom. This is our new podcast. Get it going. Um, Get it started. Yeah. Right. Exactly. We don't need the fancy backdrop or the, the fancy equipment. Just you know, minimum viable product. Get something out there. So... He's, uh, he interviewed a, a COVID a tent nurse down at one of the hospitals in Miami. Mm-hmm. And that was really eye-opening as far as what she's seeing on the front line. Um, I interviewed an estate planning lawyer about the, some of the, the necessary paperwork that you need if you, think, you, know, if you do get sick, right? Um, stuff like that. And he was able to send it out to his group of people. And we promoted it you know, with ours, um, with our email list and on social media. So yeah. stuff like that, trying to be a good community leader too. You know, I love that. And um, you've touched on a lot of things kind of explaining what you've been doing um, that I want to follow up on. But first is, you know, that customer service side of things. I think that, you know, the fact that you have 350 reviews, that speaks to something itself that is pretty rare, uh, you know, for a law firm your size, very rare, I would say. Uh, And, you know, that's the opportunity that you're really going to have to pivot, you know, right now or set yourself apart. I guess not pivot because you're already doing it, but really being there for your clients. So I love that you called them and were there for them and you were doing something that wasn't like self-serving marketing because I feel like that's going to pay dividends on your brand, you know, uh, in years to come. And so you're, you're onto something there. And then also with the, uh, the video interviews too, I feel like, especially interviewing like a nurse that's on the front line, did you do any promotion for that or get any exposure? I feel like there's a lot of opportunity there again, from a brand perspective, uh, that, that would interest people. So I'm just curious to hear how that went. Yeah. Um, well, we didn't do any paid promotion with, with Facebook ads or anything like that. We just put it out there. Um, we put out the full interview and then we had about, I'd say maybe five or seven, um, you know, short bite-sized clips that we put out and it just, it got really good organic reach. We all shared it. You know, awesome. A lot of people shared it, liked it, commented, um, not only on the big one, but also on, on the little clips as well. And um, really with, with everybody that we've interviewed, we've done that. And, and that's what you said about what you said about branding. I, I really thought this was a time instead of the in your face, you know, me, 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 mm-hmm. hire me, hire me. 
it was good to just give information, show yeah. that we're loyal community leaders, right? Where else you know, do you get that from? Yeah. And, and exactly more of a, of a branding play, which I don't think is always the right move for lawyers, but I think in this situation it, it is. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think it always depends as part of an overarching strategy. I, I think I'm an SEO guy at heart. So that's, you know, what I'm always going to talk about, but I think that's where we're going to see the shift now in the coming years is where you're doing really good SEO, but you also have a really strong brand and, and people remember you and they have that choice now. And with information, so easily read or easily available online reviews like we were already talking about you know this whole package I think is going to come together more and more um, over the years and so I you know again I love what you're doing with this community um, driven stuff but I feel like and I haven't looked at your strategy at all uh, to be fair but you probably are already doing some of that with the website content that you're talking about I'm assuming you're probably answering questions and providing that information so in a way you're already probably doing you know this brand stuff from an SEO perspective right Right, right. Yeah, we are. We have a lot of FAQs on the site. There's always things that I want to I want to do better and I want to do more of. And this time, because right in the way our firm is right now, there's six of us. There's two lawyers, three staff, and and our our director of marketing and community relations. So I'm still doing a lot of the legal work. So mm-hmm. with this, it's it's been a nice break where I can really focus more on the vision and and really the overall marketing scheme and the planning. Um, you know, cause I, I really actually enjoy that a lot. Yeah. I'm sure you can tell. And where really, um, you know, my partner, Manny, myself and, and Megan can, can really brainstorm, have meetings and, and think about things. Now it's not always perfect. Sometimes I'll just have something random come up and I'll say, Ooh, let's do this. You know, Ooh, let's do that. Sure. As opposed to not having it be part of the overall strategy. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's been good. We, um, before we went remote, so I'd say maybe second week of March, I said to Megan, I said, Let, let's write a few articles about the coronavirus and just see what happens. So we wrote pretty early on a, a blog uh, about, can you be arrested for breaking quarantine? Mm-hmm. And that alone, I think in the last 30 days, we have 200, I'm sorry, 2000 entrances to our website from across the country, just on that one blog post. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's showing up first page of Google pretty much everywhere. So it's, it's all across the country. So pretty cool on that. And we did another one about, could you be arrested um, for intentional spread of the virus? Like if you purposely oh, cough on somebody or, or yeah, or spit on them or whatever. So, and that one hasn't gotten, I mean, it's probably about 800, I'd say, um, entrances to our website in the last 30 days from that alone. Sure. Mm-hmm. So well, no, that's awesome. And you're, you're definitely on the right strategy there. You're providing that value. And that's, that's the real question that people are obviously typing. You're getting the traffic for that. And there's got to be a lot of those uh, right now. You know? So it sounds like blogging has always been a part of your uh, SEO strategy. So I'm assuming you have a lot of content you know, geared around a lot of these topics as well. Right. Yeah, yeah, it, it has. And we've kind of ramped it up even more now. Now, look, not everything has worked perfectly, right? We wrote one about domestic violence that I thought was really good, and it just hasn't gotten a lot of traction. Maybe in three weeks, we've gotten 20 entrances to the site from it. You know, a little disappointing because I think domestic cases right now are on the rise with people at home. And, you know, of course, there's going to be some people fighting and squabbling. But that, that's why you try and you just do it and test it. And, you know, no, no one's ever going to say, oh, you screwed up by doing that, right? Yeah, exactly. If you don't do it, that's what's going to be the problem. Like, for example, um, I'm watching the NFL draft Thursday night with, you know, along with, I think, a record 15 million people or whatever oh. it was. 
And they kept talking about Tom Brady going into the wrong house. I don't know if you heard the story, but <clears throat> Tom Brady went to pick up his playbook from his offensive coordinator's house. And he went to the, the house next door and he just walked right in. Oh, yeah. The guy sitting in his kitchen and sees Tom Brady walking into his house. <laughs> so while they're talking about that Thursday, the NFL draft, I said, you know what? Screw it. Let me just write a blog post about it. And so I did. Have we gotten much traction from it? No, but okay. You know, I thought maybe we would, maybe we wouldn't. So I wrote a little thing about could Tom Brady be charged with burglary or with trespass? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Why not? Right. You have nothing to lose. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That's something that would, again, might have, you know, more of like a social, um, lift in front of the right audience perhaps but when you're writing that blog did you you know take the scenario and then provide your legal perspective it sounds like right yeah 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 we kind of laid it out um we talked about you know did it fit the elements for burglary did it fit the elements for trespassing so i thought we got some good keywords with that and then i kind of gave my legal analysis and how i would attack and defend the case and what i thought the ultimate outcome would be okay we, we posted it on social as well awesome well, cool. most, yeah. of the re- most of the responses from that were either I hate Brady or I love Brady. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I could see that. That's, uh, you know, very targeted and people are going right. to have their opinion already made up on that one. Yeah. That's funny. So let's talk a little bit about communication then. Uh, when people are contacting your firm, what is, well, I guess two questions. One is which channel is getting you the most contacts, like live chat. I know so you have that on your website, calls, email forms, whatever. And then which one, if you track it, um, it has the highest conversions for you right now. Live chat last 30, you know, I guess 30 to 45 days has been through the roof, but I think that's also because just our traffic in general has gone up from those two main blog posts. Okay. Um, usually in, in normal times, I would say just phone calls. Phone calls are usually, we get, we get a lot more phone calls than we do either contact submissions or live chats. Um, I think our phone calls still convert very well. Um, but I think in normal times, the, the live chat does convert very well. As well. I, I, I don't have, I should, probably should, but I, I don't have you know, specific um, numbers to give you. Okay. But I know the, when we get the qualified live chats, though, those are pretty good as well. For sure. And do you do the live chat in-house or using a service that you recommend? So we use a service. We, we use Engage. Um, okay. They've been, I, I know there's a, a bunch you can use. They've been good. Uh, anytime we have a, any suggestion, they've fixed it. They've implemented it. I don't think they're you know, one critique. I, I don't think they're very forward facing or very progressive where they've come to me and said, Hey, Adam, let's do this. Or here's a way to make it better. I have to think about things and then yeah. talk to them. Mm-hmm. Um, like they had one service that I said, Hey, can we do this? And they're like, Oh yeah, we've had that for six months. It's like, well, when were you going <laughs> to tell me? Um, but other than that, they, other than that, they've been good. And I've never had a problem with, saying, hey, this isn't a valid lead. Can you not charge me for that one? So I think in two and a half years, they've never said no to me, um, which, which I appreciate, which is nice. Because if it's like now we're, we're getting a lot of people from California and New Jersey and Tennessee saying, hey, um, you know, I got this situation. Someone coughed on me. We got, a call, we got a live chat this morning from somebody from Georgia saying a police officer got within one um, foot or a few inches from, from their face and was yelling and screaming at them and kind of spitting up while they're yelling and screaming and they want to know what they can do. So of course we shouldn't have to pay for that because that's not a real lead. Um, And they've been, they've been great with that. Yeah. And you know, all live chat services seem to have different models and gauges pay per lead per qualified lead. So it's good that they've honored that. 
Um, and yeah, I think that's, you know, I've had a lot of mixed bag experiences with a lot of different chat services. Engage, you know, has been around the block for a long time. And there's now some AI ones coming out that you right. can kind of help craft that conversation a little bit better, which is interesting, like Gideon. So it'll be interesting to see how that changes um, over the years. And do you do any text um, communication or is that not something that you have available? So we, um, we, we text with our clients all the time. Okay. Normally, um, as far as like a, like a text to us, you know, text instead of call, we, we don't really do that. I, I've considered it in the past. Um, and I just, the way it was explained to me is it was going to go right to myself and I didn't want to have oh. to deal with that. Now, maybe, yeah, no. maybe the technology is a little different or maybe, you know, there's some new companies, but I think in, in my field, I, I think that's actually very important. So now mm -hmm. that you're bringing it up, it's something I'm, I'm going to want to look into. Yeah, I mean, it, it would. I definitely see how it would be a problem if it was going to your cell phone. Because, like, with any online contact, whether it's a call or a live chat or email, whatever, they they may not just be contacting you. They might be jumping to another website. So, speed, right. of course, is of the essence, and that's the benefit of a staff service as opposed to doing it uh, in house. But yeah, so um, I haven't done too much with text yet, but I'm exploring it more and, and talking to other people about it. So I'm always interested to hear feedback there. Right. Um, yeah. No, that, that's a great idea. Actually, yeah, I'm going to put that on the the ever growing list. <laughs> awesome. And then let's kind of like just finish up talking a little bit about that ever growing list. Let's say that you had like an unlimited budget. What would you focus on right now? And then maybe after this is over um, to really just grow your firm? Good question. Um, unlimited budget, I would say, I mean, I, I definitely would dip my toe into um, Google AdWords and some more paid traffic, maybe even, you know, Facebook ads as well. I would probably hire another attorney to replace me from going to court and, and doing the day to day. So I can then focus more on being working on the business as, as instead of being in the business. Yeah. Um, so I'd say that that would probably be next is definitely fire me as the, as the you know, attorney and promote me to, you know, more of CEO and, and even, I mean, I, I like working on the cases. I, I like being the chief strategist. I, I like meeting with clients. I like sharing in the wins. Sure. Part of me does. I do like some of the sales process as well, but I would say replace me from all of those and just allow me to really focus on how can we double or triple the business and really, really scale it. Got it. And then actually just another question came up because I was just thinking about video as, as you were talking er earlier about the video interviews and stuff. Have you done any like videos of client testimonials and things like that? Have you? So we did a round maybe two or three years ago. We, we had it really nicely produced and it, it went pretty well. Um, I've wanted to do a bunch more and, and I think I have about 15 on our site, which again, I think is pretty rare to have 15 clients of criminal defense cases say, sure, Adam, I'll, I'll go on video and tell the world yeah. what, what you did without, without even covering my face. But we, we got releases and, and they were, and, and I called about 30 to 40 of them. And I said, I said, look, okay. tell me no, if you are in the least bit uncomfortable, just tell me no. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of them said, Adam, I love you to death. I'll write an online review, but I just don't want my face there. Yeah. And I said, thank you. Like be honest, you know? Um, and then a bunch said, you tell me when and where, and I'll be there. So I'd like to do another round. But it, it, it was fun. Um, it was actually very humbling to sit there and listen to what people said, which was pretty cool. Wow. So it's it's kind of like a eulogy in a way, <laughs> but I got to be there. All so, right. Well, yeah, at least you got to see that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a lot of value to that. And, um, you know, that's social proof. And so I'm glad that you did that and took advantage of that because other people that are in that situation are really gonna be able to relate, relate to that. And it's something that we've seen a, a lot of success on. So, um, man, it looks like you're, you have your, your hands in a lot of different things. You're doing a lot. That's super awesome. And I love that you're not just like self-serving saying, hey, hire me, but instead providing, you know, not only the social proof that you've done great work for your clients and that they're willing to share that, but also answering these questions. Um, it's just, it's really incredible. And I, I feel like you're on the right track. And then just last question, are you, you said you have an in-house marketing manager. Are they responsible for all of this? Or are you working with multiple people, kind of tying them together? And what have you found best for your firm and why? So May, um, Megan, she runs the marketing now and, and pretty much everything goes through her. I'd like to say, you know, it's really her and I in tandem. I'll come up with some different ideas and, and she has some amazing ideas and, and so mm -hmm. does Manny. But she does most of the, or if not all of the implementation uh, for it, which has been great because that's been one of the things that allowed me to scale just from you know, myself and a legal assistant and you know, two people in the firm to six. Um, when wow. you think about it, <clears throat> it, it's a little scary saying, well, geez, I'm going to hire somebody full time, right? Mm -hmm. Am I going to have enough work for them to do? But yep. very quickly, and, and my first, Ma Megan's not the first that we've had. And the first one that we had, she was part time. And it kind of allowed me to dip my toe into it and certain little projects here and there. Okay. Um, but once we brought her on, I, I was like, my mind just runs. <laughs> we have a lot of things. Um, so that, I mean, that, that's the way I chose to do it. Other people have had tremendous success with hiring different agencies. Of course, uh, the, I think say the benefit of the agency is that they know what they're doing and there's really no training involved. Um, you know, whereas I, I had to work with Megan, we had to train, we had to do a lot of different things for her to, and she has a background in marketing, but she's also a journalist. Um, and I wanted somebody who is an excellent writer uh, with that background. Mm -hmm. And then um, she's only been with me full time since December. So four or five months, but she's fantastic. And, you know, we're, we're just trying to take over the world. So, That's awesome. Well, yeah, so for anybody, it's just, it's just whatever fits them. For sure. Yeah. No, every situation is different. And that's just one of the things I always like to hear. Uh, because, you know, on, on the same token, people have had really bad experiences hiring agencies. And, you know, the same would be true for hiring in-house for some people. So I'm glad that you found oh, yeah. somebody with that background, especially, you know, journalism, since, since you're interested in SEO, like that's a big part of what this is. And, and also not only on the writing, but the outreach side. So um, it sounds like you made a solid hire. <laughs> right, right. And, and it doesn't, you know, you're exactly right. Just because you, you bring somebody in, it could be a complete nightmare. It took us a little while to find the right one too. So, Sure. Awesome. Well, Adam, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate the time um, that you took to share all this insight with me. Uh, and, you know, I wish you the best of success with your firm. Um, is there anything else you want to uh, end with? Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll tell you this, Casey. So for anybody that's listening to this and just kind of not sure, spinning their wheels, trying to, you know, they have an idea, but they have trouble implementing it. The, um, you know, you, like obviously there's a million different sayings, right? You know, Nike, just do it, whatever. But a few weeks ago, um, I forget what I was doing or where I saw this. And, and you know how you can hear something 15, 20, 30, 40 times and it doesn't leave an impression in you until mm -hmm. you hear it again in the right moment. 
And it was a quote from, from Teddy Roosevelt from over a hundred years ago. It, it's called, it's his famous, one of his famous quotes, the man in the arena. And you can probably look it up or anybody can, can Google it. Um, actually went on Etsy and bought a little a print of it to put in my office. But it, it basically just says, you know, people will criticize you. People will mock you. They'll say anything. But the man in the arena is the one who's actually doing the work and trying and you're going to fail. You're going to fail and you're going to fail. But as long as you're in that arena fighting, battling, you're going to be fine. You're going to have success. So for anybody who's out there and down and not sure what to do, just do something. Keep going, trying. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of failures that, that I've had. I'm sure you've had, right? We, we've all had. Oh, yeah. And you just, yeah, mm-hmm. you just have to, have to have the courage to say, I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm just going to try it. And especially in the legal field, I feel like we're ingrained in our head in the first day of law school that the answer is no, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I know from my law school, first day they're telling us all the ways that we won't pass the bar or get disbarred instead of telling us all the ways to be a great lawyer or run a run a great business so i would just say don't listen to them and just do it you know just have faith and trust in yourself and do it that's awesome advice adam and that's this is coming from somebody who started their business basically in the last recession it sounds like so (laughs) no that's really little little did i know (laughs) but you know you, you fight and you claw and you survive and yeah. No, that's awesome. And I, you know, I can relate to that and I have plenty of failures consistently. Um, but I, uh, my little mantras always fail, but fail fast. So, um, I don't know, just something there uh, to leave you with, but Adam, again, thank you so much for all of your insight and your expertise. I appreciate you joining us today and I uh, look forward to talking to you again uh, on oh, our podcast. So absolutely thanks. have me anytime. I can talk about anything. <laughs> all right. right, will do. Thanks, Adam. Uh, my pleasure.